I'll be the first to tell you that sleepers, they've been rough this year, and I'm not going to shy away from it. We're going to keep trying, but let's take a quick recap of how everything went for us last week. Josh Dobbs got benched in a 3-0 game, uh, while quarterbacks like Jake Browning, Desmond Ritter, Bailey Zappi, Mitch Trubisky, Joe Flacco, and Baker Mayfield all finished as quarterback ones. Clearly, I had plenty of options to choose from. This one, you know, Dobbs has just lost that magic he had earlier this year. This one really hurts, not just for me, but for Josh Dobbs. He's got a, you know, probably a bigger cult fan base at this point than he's had uh, at any point in his career. So it just sucks to see. Maybe he'll get another shot later on this year. Nick Mullins, I don't think, is a great quarterback. So uh, maybe Josh Dobbs, we see him again as early as this week. But what once was a, a promising start to the season has certainly fizzled out. Looking over to our running back, we went with Khalil Herbert. He had the lowest amount of snaps in the Bears offense amongst running backs this game. It's unfortunate. He's probably their most explosive running back, but it's clearly Roshan in passing situations and Foreman in all other situations at this point. So Herbert probably should be on your waiver wires. No reason to roster the man at this point. I'm still trying to stay away from Bears running backs. It, it, the split is too vast uh, to, to accurately predict one at this point. So really just shying away from the non-pass catchers on this team. Over to Jacoby Myers, started the game really, really hot. Three targets and catches on the very first drive of the game. Then he only saw three targets the rest of the way. Only recorded uh, five yard, or, uh, 25 yards, sorry, mistyped that. Only recorded 25 yards in a very gross, as I already stated, three nothing game. This one looked like it was going to be a really good start to the week. Thought we were going to get, you know, a double digit game out of uh, Jacoby, but unfortunately, that was not in the cards. Luckily, we keep hitting on tight end. Kyle Pitts finished as the tight end six on the week, which saved us, you know, at least a little bit. Still, uh, you know, chasing that tight end upside is something we're going to do week to week. So hopefully we can find some magic with the rest of our picks this week. Guys, we are on a mission to 2,500 subscribers before the end of the regular season. I'm going to roll our intro right now and give you guys some time to scroll on down on YouTube and hit that subscribe button. Welcome. You're listening to JWB Fantasy Football. Thanks for listening. Stepping right into our players for this week, we start with our sleeper quarterback that is quarterback 14 in our JWB weekly rankings that you can find at jwbfantasyfootball.com, and that is Kyler Murray. I didn't think I'd see Kyler outside of the top 12, uh, even against a strong San Francisco defense, uh, but let's be real here. Kyler's rushing upside has not gone away. It is still very, very much there. It's enough for me to not really be worried about him and to fire him back up anyway. When you look at the guys, uh, like I mentioned this past week, that had some success fantasy-wise that typically don't, Jake Browning scored a rushing touchdown. Desmond Ritter scored a rushing touchdown. Bailey Zappi ran quite a bit. Mitch Trubisky had a rushing touchdown. Rushing is key at the quarterback position, so I am firing Kyler right back up. Even with a down week before the bye, Kyler's averaging 18 points per game this year, and that's usually enough to crack the top 12, so we're going to ride. Um, you know, Michael Wilson projecting to be back this week. So maybe the offense, the passing game sees a little bit of an uptick there as well, but Kyler's rushing floor alone. This, uh, this team is only projected to score two touchdowns, kick a field goal. And it wouldn't shock me if Kyler was both of those rushing touchdowns, even like I said, against a strong San Francisco defense. Moving on to running back. We have a running back 42 in the rankings, Chase Brown. Brown has just he's been one or two rushes short of double digit rushes each of the last two weeks after 
taking over the running back two role in this offense and them being willing to use a running back two a little bit more. His pass catching work last week resulted in a big play, you know, three receptions for 80 yards and a touchdown. It's an upside play here. We're, we're chasing upside. We're, you know, the volume may not be as great as we've seen it be. Um, but you know, every other deep running back option is gross guys. These are not, they're like the bears where you're splitting touches extremely heavily or, um, and not just splitting touches, but splitting touches three, sometimes even four ways. Um, so realistically, you know, Brown is a pure upside play here. If anything were to happen to Joe Mixon, Brown slots right in as an absolute must play rest of the season. So at minimum, I'm getting a guy like Chase Brown on my roster. Moving over to the wide receiver 67 in our consensus rankings, it's Parker Washington. Um, he's got touchdowns each of the last two weeks. He's clearly earned a role in this offense with uh, the injury to Christian Kirk. Baltimore, very, very strong defense. Typically not a matchup we're going to target too often, but Jacksonville is going to have to methodically move the ball uh, down the field. And I think Washington is the guy to do that along with Evan Ingram. Um, that being said, you know, Zay Jones still has a role. Calvin Ridley's always going to have a role in this offense. It limits the overall ceiling a little bit, um, but realistically, he's got the upside to make it into my lineup this week, and that's all I can ask for out of the wide receiver position. Everything that we're chasing is basically a touchdown, and Parker Washington has showed an ability to score touchdowns ever since he started getting play. So I've, I don't expect him to fall into the end zone, but in this range of wide receivers, I think he has the most upside to do so. And as a result, he's on a lot of my rosters and he's going to work his way into some of my lineups as well, where I've had to deal with a hodgepodge of injuries. Speaking of injuries, we're going to talk about a guy who just missed last week, and that is tight end 20 in our consensus rankings, Taysom Hill. Hill looking likely to return from injury this week, immediately going back into my lineups where I have him. I'm not really thinking too much about this. Um, he did, you know, <laughs> almost play last week, which gives me a little bit more hope about his overall performance upside here. Um, and with Taysom, you know, ever since he became the true, you know, starting tight end, we'll call it in this offense, um, he's only got one finish outside of the top 12 tight ends. I think that has to be in my lineup. So there's no if, ands, or buts about it. He runs the ball. He's gotten games of eight targets. He's thrown touchdowns this year. You know, the injury may hold him back some, but this is a bad Carolina team. I expect the Saints to take a big lead. Um, and I think Taysom is going to score one, if not multiple touchdowns in this return to action in an extremely favorable matchup. Guys, that has been our sleepers for the week. Like I said earlier, we are on a mission for 2,500 subscribers by the end of the regular season. So if you do like the content, please hit that subscribe button down below. Make sure you check out our description down below as well, where you can find links to our Discord with over 500 active members constantly talking about the game of football. We have our Patreon as well if you want some more in-depth analysis for a pretty low cost to your teams, as well as consensus sit-start decisions between the JWB team. And also check out our clips catalog where we have over uh, clips from over the past few years that Skylar has compiled. You can see our takes and how they've evolved on each of your favorite and least favorite players in the game. As always, make sure you sign up on Underdog Fantasy with code JWB to get a deposit match up to $100. And we will see you all in our next episode. Later. Later.